Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, hey, everybody, this is Mike from the Confused Breakfast Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Yes, I said it, 4.0. You know when you try something, AJ, like for the first time, like start a podcast, the first episode's like kind of okay, pretty decent. Oh, yeah. But then by the fourth episode, you literally perfected it's, your craft. It's perfection. Perfection. Yes. That is basically what happened here with Manscaped. Yes. The Lawnmower 4.0. I am lucky enough to be one of the first people to try the new 4.0 after upgrading from the 2.0. 2.0 was a little better than the 1.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 4.0 insanity. Oh, Blown yeah. away by the performance, craftsmanship, and details. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, including the three hosts of this show. Use code CONFUSED at checkout for 20% off and free world Worldwide shipping at manscaped.com. Again, code confused at checkout for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Go do it now. Seriously. Jump in there. And ladies, Christmas is coming. Great gift idea. Uh-huh. Holiday season. Ladies. It's like a Hallmark uh, Christmas movie. You know what I mean? It's not just a gift for him. It's a gift for you. Yeah. Okay, bye. Hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on the movie you were going to take home with you. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and heading home to watch with your trusty dog, Rimshot. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, direct descendants of the Ottoman Empire, AJ Vance and Sean Pryor. How the heck are you? Mm-hmm. I am also your host, one of the descendants. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Did I say something wrong? No, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm I just I'm I'm a descendant of of hosting things. The Ottomans. Oh, uh, host descendants. The Ottomans. The Ottomans. We're the Ottomans and you're not. The high ground. <laughs> well, we are so delighted to have you here with us today, listeners all around the world. If you're new to the podcast, you are at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you loved from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. So stay tuned for all the fun. But before we get started, I want to let you know a few fun ways to support the podcast and all of our fun efforts. Oh, Way number yeah. one to support us, you call the voicemail. It's 319-804-9596. Yeah, right? Duh. You leave us a funny message, you tell us something great, and if it's good, we play it on air like this one. Let's check this out. Hey guys, Aaron from Ohio here. Uh, huge fan. Like many people, I found you on TikTok. 
Um, and since then, I can't stop listening. You guys have gotten me and my wife through multiple road trips this summer. She actually grew up in Iowa, uh, in Sioux City. I grew up on the uh, the Quad Cities, Illinois side. Um, so it's kind of fun hearing all the references to Iowa. We moved to Ohio a few years back, so it's kind of bringing us back home. Loved Encino, Encino Man. Uh, I'm waiting for Space Jam, though. Ooh, Space Jam. Space, I was surprised. I went back and threw him like, what are you guys doing? Where's Space Jam? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, and love the Sandlot episode. But again, where's Rookie of the Year? Oh, that's uh, nice. Uh, so, for sure. you know, love the podcast. I, I listen to it every time you guys come out. Just about to listen to Stand By Me. Just totally surprised when I saw that one. Can't believe I forgot about it. So you guys are awesome. Keep kicking ass, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Hell yeah, hell yeah, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Stand By uh, Stand By Me was was great. I hope you enjoy it. Rookie of the Year was almost one of my choices. <laughs> oh yeah, it was almost my choice coming up. But we're gonna save. I'm gonna save that one. Oh yeah, it's it's a good one. I I appreciate uh, you saying that we we're getting you through some road trips. I'm happy you're going on road trips. Totally. And getting out there. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening and calling in. I'll actually be at the Hard Rock Casino in Sioux City here on Friday night. So uh, if you got any friends, listener, please send them my way. I'm going to hard rock their faces. You know what I mean? (laughs) That was really weird. Oh, that's very (laughs) suggestive. (laughs) I hope you do. All right. So way number two, hook us up with some reviews. We love getting reviews and subscribes on your podcast platform of choice. Sometimes on Apple Podcasts, people leave us funny reviews. We like to review them, read them. Here it is. Review time. This is from uh, Ducky Post, and the title says, This Goes to Mike and Sean. Okay. And it says, Fuck me, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you're okay, AJ, because this is very specific. It says, I don't know which voice belongs to who. (laughs) 10 out of 10, best podcast I've listened to. You guys are awesome, and I appreciate you. So apparently, me and Sean sound the same. I don't. Sean, I do not feel that because I've heard many people say that your voice is just so soothing and sultry. And just makes just it's unique. Where mm. mine's just the annoying guy that's like, oh, I'm here to tell you about stuff. Now have Sean and AJ talk. <laughs> See, I guess that's the thing about being humble, is it's just like I, I feel the opposite. I feel the way you feel about my voice. Like I, I hate it. I, I want I want your voice. I think you know what? I think your beard actually uh uh lends to your voice a little bit. I, I could okay. kind of hear it in episodes sometimes yeah. where it's just like your your S's and some of your I love you, Mike. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Should we tell people that that this is the first time we've recorded an episode non together in the same room? Yep. Did we tell them that? We broke it down. It didn't take us long to let that one go. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, every once in a while, you just can't be in the same room. Yep. So I just I just want to say I miss you guys. Miss, miss you, you too. We uh we <laughs> we could only think of one way to replace you, and it's with a 15 pack of of course like tall voice. So that's what we have Thanks, sitting boys. in your seat. Not driving. Well, I got tonight, some whiskey man. right here. <laughs> I got some whiskey sitting right here boys yeah. it, it just doesn't feel the same let's just never do this again sometimes Absolutely. schedules get a little weird you know what i mean and you just can't be in the same room yeah the bottle of cedar ridge is actually your head yep. in this situation so <laughs> yeah <laughs> please take a photo <laughs> <laughs> 
right, we'll, we'll, we'll let you be those. Well, speaking of one last way to help us out, we do have a Patreon. We've got over 10 hours of additional audio. So many people are like, oh, I just caught up and I want you to do more episodes. That's your way. Get on that top tier Patreon. Help support the podcast. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. You get to vote for upcoming movies, which, by the way, today's episode was voted on strictly oh, by yeah. Patreon members, and we will have a new vote coming up soon for Christmas movies. So mm-hmm. if you want to join up on that, go check it out. Here's a few of our newest Patreon supporters. Jenny Wilson, Tim Nash, Mike Zacker, Dwayne Van, Candice Worcester, Zachary Moore, and Robert Venz. I bet we might know Robert Benz. That's my brother. (laughs) My support system, my my guy. All right. All right, boys. It's time to introduce today's movie. On this episode, the final earnest movie in the Disney production catalog, a movie that scared the wits out of kids and made adults scratch their head in disbelief, the only earnest movie to get reviewed by AJ's favorite critical reviewer, Roger Ebert, (laughs) a movie selected primarily by our top-tier Patreons, so you can blame it on them. We are, of course, talking about 1991's Ernest Scared Stupid. That's right, hey, baby. Those- I mean, like this—you voted on this. It was it, what was it down to? It was Nightmare on Elm Street. This, uh, yep. I think those were the top. By the end of it, it, it was this and Nightmare on Elm Street were the top vote getters. Yep. Tremors was maybe up there too. Well, it doesn't mean we won't do those movies ever. Just so you guys know. But for anybody looking for a refresher on this movie, uh, I think you got to rent this one, right? I only find it found it on Amazon Prime. How about you guys? There is a uh, like. Um, upload on YouTube yes. uh, that you can watch right now. Uh, I wish I had the uh, um, the username or, or anything like that in front of me. I'll get it. I'll get it for you guys. But uh, well, we don't want to commit to the piracy that is currently yeah, happening, so I we mean, don't want to help that out. It you may know or I mean? may not be there. It's, Let's just say it's that. Very, it was a very recent post, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and it's probably going to be gone by the season. <laughs> well. You guys know how I watched it. I, of course, have my Ernest catalog collection. Where <laughs> oh, I've got yes, all my do. Ernest movies. So <laughs> I popped out. There's a thing called a DVD player. I, I dusted oh. it off, and I was like, whoa, what's this thing? It's pretty cool. Look at that. <laughs> so first things first, before we dive in scene by scene, we'd like to get the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. Let's hear it. All right. Produced by Stacey Williams and Coke Sams. Story by John Cherry and Coke Sams. <laughs> Screenplay by Coke, Sams, and Charlie Gale. Cinematography by Hananania Bear. Hanania. Hanania Bear. All right. Edited by Bruce Arnston and Kirby Shellstead. Makeup effects by June Brickman and Bart Mixon. Directed by John Cherry. Cast, Jim Varney, Eartha Cat, Austin Nagler, Shay Astor, Richard Wolf, Nick Victory, and Jonas Mas- Mascartolo. Mas- Moscatololo. Yep. <laughs> Great job. Jim all, all Oscar award-winning actors right there. Oh, and, well, and Jim Varney is uh, Emmy award-winning, so. Damn. Jim Varney, having done countless commercial spots, got a call from John Cherry and needed a character for some commercial work he was going to do. So Jim, being Jim, came up with the iconic character Ernest P. Worrell. After Ernest upstaged other acts at the Indy 500, Michael Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg from Disney were in the crowd and saw money when they saw Ernest. <laughs> this was the fourth Ernest film produced by produced after the last three, Ghost to Camp, Ghost to Jail, and Saves Christmas. 
This film was originally going to have Ernest inherit a haunted house, which would be fucking awesome. I mean, that'd be that would have been fun. Yeah, I uh, I was honestly like thinking in my mind that I'd rather see that movie than this movie. I'm not knocking this movie. We'll get to how I feel about it and everything like that. Sure, but sure. That. Ernest and like inheriting a haunted house and like it all being one location seems cheap to me, and I think they should just do it. I mean, I know that's he's dead, but just do it anyway. Um, <laughs> dead. I, I know that's there's, I know that's a bit of a hurdle, but I you suppose. know there's like unlimited vaults of B-roll going on right now for, <laughs> yeah. for Ernest's catalog. <laughs> the film originally had different title ideas, including Ernest and the Curse, Ernest and the Trolls, and Ernest Scared Stiff which I think the one they went with is probably the best one. Yeah. After Scared Stupid and its underwhelming box office taking, Disney dropped their contract with Varney and Cherry, leaving all leaving all of the other work to straight-to-video releases. So after this one kind of bombed, um, for Disney at least, uh, all other Ernest movies went straight-to-video. As the poster for the film features a cemetery, this has left people to believe that the original version of the film had the troll Trantor digging up bodies of dead children from a graveyard and oh feeding them to his minions while Ernest was a cemetery caretaker. That also sounds like a better movie to me. <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid Yikes. was released on October 11th, 1991, having a budget of $9.6 million. The film made $14.1 million in the U.S. That is straight profit. Why are we mad here? I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we, we, it's, we have to not, like, uh, overstate. I mean, well, I guess we haven't overstated it, but, like, Ernest was a phenomenon, like just the character yeah. of Ernest itself was in commercials all over the place for like Sprite and everything like that. He was literally everywhere. And uh, yeah, it, uh, he got some movie deals out of it. And this is one of them. I have nice. a photo of my dad in the eighties uh, about ready to take me out trick or treating. And he has an Ernest face on like, oh, a, like wow. a cutout face of Ernest on. And it's feel... quite frightening. Cause it's just that overly <laughs> smiling face of his. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. That makes perfect sense. That that's that's a terrifying uh, mask. Yeah, like cut out of a <laughs> yeah. cereal box or something like I, that. I'm picturing it Probably. as like as like a, even like worse um, dead presidents or whatever from from Kinda. Point Break. <laughs> yeah. Like terrifying. <laughs> Boy, that's that's. It that's turns well. out it was the second choice for for the Michael Myers mask uh, yeah. that they went <laughs> with right. the, the Robert Robert Shatner Shatner's one. <laughs> yeah, Shatner. William Shatner. Sorry. <laughs> Is that all you got, Sean? That's it for now. All right. So next, we like to give the audience a little insight into what we thought about the movie the first time we saw it. Bring up those nostalgia ratings. AJ, what do you remember about the first time you saw this? Seeing this for the first time, I I, I believe it had to have been on like Disney Channel or something like that. It was on TV for sure. I don't think we rented this. We didn't. I remember getting it on VHS, renting it on VHS, but that wasn't the first time I think I saw it. I remember thinking it was a TV show. Mm. Like, I distinctly remember thinking, oh, this is a TV show. Because, like, the opening credits, the way it kind of oh, pans yeah. into yeah. it. And I was just like, oh, this is this is like a TV show. And then, like, uh, this is a really long episode. Did you did you think it was because maybe – did you see Hey Vern, It's Ernest or whatever the TV show was? I don't know if I did. Because okay. there was be a TV show, right, Sean? Yeah. yeah I, I think it was called Hey Vern, It's Ernest or something like Vern, that. Vern, 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 Vern. I don't remember, like, what, like, anything other than, like, looking at and, like, seeing it and thinking, thinking uh, how cool it, uh, it was to – 
fill super soakers with milk and <laughs> shoot people with it. And then, and then, and then you, you think about it later and you're like, God, I bet those things stink so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> those are ruined for sure. You can't use those for fun anymore. Um, so, but the trolls freaked me out. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like the slapstick aspect of this movie was just, it just blew my mind as a kid. Mm. So I really did. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. This has to been like, oh, it had to have been like a, a 7.9. Hmm. Damn. How about you, Sean? I've never seen this movie. Whoa. Damn, I, f- I figured. No. I, yeah. Have you seen any Ernest movies? I don't think so. Oh, oh my, my God, God dude. Yeah. You call yourself a film buff. <laughs> this is obnoxious. <laughs> I've seen one Ernest movie. I'm I give up. I'm leaving. I'm 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 walking out the door right now. There my Oh, there he goes. Oh, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> That was that was the door. <laughs> You're still here. Oh, <laughs> well, that's that's okay, Sean. You know, that's that's the thing that we've realized doing this show is that there are just so many movies that people remember from their childhood that were big in the '80s and the '90s that that it's amazing you never really see them all because you kind of fall on your favorites as a kid and you kind of only rewatch those, which is how we've really do- dove into this whole thing in the first place. So it's it's okay, man. There there are movies I haven't seen that I should have seen, and now we're we're finally coming back around and we're watching these movies. I mean, it's so funny it's that you that you didn't watch or hadn't seen the Monster Squad because I had a pact in my mind with one of my friends is that we would watch Ernest Scared Stupid because I had never seen it. And then we would watch the Monster Squad right after because he had never seen it. So there you go. Um, those those movies are kind of interchangeable for me. And I was hoping that this would win out with the votes. And I'm glad uh, we are here. Nice. Well, there you go, man. Well, I'll tell you, I was a huge Ernest fan. I have I have said this from the start that Ernest Goes to Camp is, is probably one of my top five childhood movies wow, where I just wow. loved the shit out of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's my favorite Ernest movie, so that kept, went down the line. I love the other ones. I definitely rented this one a few times around Halloween. It did scare the shit out of me when it came out, though, so it, it's not higher up on my list as a childhood rating, so I'm more of like a, like a seven- as a kid, I think I think just a flat seven is where I was at on this movie. Okay, nice. Okay, so before we get into the actual scene by scene film review, AJ always hooks us up with the research, uh, the ratings, the reviews, critical and fan alike. What do you got on this one, AJ? Right. So, oh no, I know this what? is gonna get this is gonna get fun. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well. Here we go, guys. Let's see if we can do this. Okay. It's, uh, it's time for, what is it? The, the tomato, tomato meter. And Rotten Tomatoes has struck rotten once again oh, at no. 17%. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rotten, um, right? That's rotten. It's like that, that rotten milk flat, in the super whatever soaker. They say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. Yeah, that, that, that just does not smell right. <laughs> and audience score 50% hey. uh, coming at you. For IMDb, uh, 5.8. Hmm. 5.8 stars out of 10. Most of these, I have to say, like, uh, it's not usually difficult to find, like, coherent, like, critical reviews. (laughs) But apparently this time (laughs) it was because all they'll do is sit there and compare it to, like, the other Ernest movies. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. And so... They're like, oh, this one wasn't as good as these ones, but it was definitely better than Ernest Goes to Pencil School. I don't know. Like, like, that was the pencil factory. Uh, Pencil school. What the hell? 
Uh, John Hartle of the Seattle Times gave this 50 out of 100. While it's no breakthrough, this may be the best of Disney's popular earnest comedies starring Jim Varney as an amiable moron in the Jerry Lewis tradition. Oh, okay. All right. 50 out of 100 for that. Okay. Austin Chronicle, Steve Davis, 40 out of 100. Although the scares in this movie are minimal, Ernest Scared Stupid nonetheless offers the frightening prospect of yet another installment of the Big E's misguided antics. <laughs> the Big E. Uh, it's just another thing yep. he just happens to do. Yep. That's about all he's got going for him. <laughs> Ernest goes to the water park. I mean, it's just That's endless. Right. Ernest sits in a chair. Um, how about some positivity, though, guys? I would love that. How about it? Robert Carter, three weeks ago, <laughs> gave this a five star out of five stars. Fuck yes. And he says, the greatest film ever made. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ignore the Rotten Tomatoes rating. This is my favorite movie of all time. It is the perfect Halloween movie. It's cheesy, but that makes it even better. Not only the amazing musical score and the beautiful acting or the story. It is the greatest film in history. <laughs> Anybody who thinks this movie is bad can eat some poop. Ooh, got him. Man, I hope that some of our, like, Fans are actually getting on there and knowing what movies we're going to do, and I hope they're writing these reviews. That makes me feel good. That's what I'm really hoping. I just found that on Google, and I just like, I just, I just kept seeing like really, really positive ones. <laughs> I love that for that for that man yeah. or that woman. That's special. Uh, so, so we've got uh, Jack Ripper three thousand on March 29th of two thousand four said uh, this is a three star out of ten. Stupid is the correct word <laughs> stupid exclamation mark Ernest is scared stupid and I was very stupid for watching the entire film not to say that Ernest movies are Oscar worthy but this was one of the worst I saw this as a kid and I hated it then some evil troll is trapped under a tree on Eartha Kitt's property and the only person in the entire world who can release him from his grave is of course Ernest <laughs> yeah I mean yeah after Ernest accidentally says the magic words that release this evil, the troll runs around the woods, capturing the local kids and turning them into wooden dolls. And, of course, the only one that can save them is, of course, Ernest. <laughs> you got it. Yep, I mean, we're, we're good here. <laughs> Still falling. Yeah, I think I'm not. I'm fine. Ernest, it was not interesting, not funny, and not worth your time. Know what I mean? <laughs> okay, good, good ending at least. <laughs> there it is, man. That's uh, hey, it's it's right. quite the mixed the bag of mixed reviews. I I tried to look up uh, Ebert Siskel and Ebert and whatnot, but it was like a video thing, and I, I oh, didn't yeah. have time to. I didn't have headphones to listen. So. Let's be honest. Whatever they said, we don't really care at this. point. It's not that important. Nope. They so. gave it two thumbs down. I I, I guarantee that. Guaranteed. So. It, it said that, yeah, it said that like this was the only film that Ebert has ever seen. So, of course, right. you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you don't know anything about Ernest, this movie makes no sense. <laughs> the only movie he's ever seen. <laughs> the only <laughs> Ernest movie he's ever seen. I know. It's a very funny thought <laughs> yeah. to think that that very, very esteemed critic. Right. Like, <laughs> he wakes up from a coma. He's like, I need to watch a movie from the last 30 years. Let's put in this one. <laughs> It's like, Jesus, I'm never watching a movie again. 
right, boys. Well, I got to tell you uh, what our sponsor, Cedar Ridge Whiskey, did for me a couple weeks ago. They recently started doing a single barrel collection series where the head distiller, our buddy Murphy Quint, he hand selects a unique barrel that he thinks is truly something special, Ooh. something different than the rest of them. Yeah. And then they release that limited quantity uh, via a lottery system. Oh. So it's like impossible to get your hands on one of these, but... They hooked me up with one. And no, for real, I'm not going to lie to you. It's honestly one of the best tasting whiskeys I've ever had. It is a bourbon. It's 121.6 proof. So they don't they don't do any watering down. It's just straight out of the barrel. Straight up bulletproof. Straight out of the barrel. It's super smooth going in, but it's like really, really warm, burning, and it lingers for a long Mm. time in my chest, which is what I really, truly love about whiskey. Uh, And Cedar Ridge nailed it with this single barrel collection. They're going to be doing releases like this every couple months. In fact, the second one just came out uh, where they did a lottery. So make sure you check them out at cedarridgewhiskey.com. Follow them on all their socials. You'll find out about how you can enter upcoming lotteries. And you can just order some for yourself to be delivered right to your door. You can't get those single barrel collections, but uh, yeah. you can get some of their delicious bourbon, their Slipknot collabs, yeah, uh, all, all that stuff. So trust us. Honestly, this is the best whiskey you'll ever find, and we are absolutely grateful that they're a proud sponsor of the Confused Breakfast podcast. Enjoy responsibly, and check them out at cedarridgewhiskey.com. 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 Hey, it's Jacob Givens. You may know me as the guy who reacts to those 90s songs for the first time, but when I'm not making awesome videos on my TikTok account, at the Jacob Givens, I'm listening to the Confused Breakfast Podcast. And now, back to the show. Well, my dudes, what do you say we take our disassociative identity disorders, go hang around some little kids, set loose an ancient troll, and then do everything we can to save the town? Grab that authentic Bulgarian meak. Here we go. So in the late 19th century, the demonic troll, troll Tantor transforms children into wooden dolls to feast upon their energy in Briarville, Missouri. The townsfolk capture him and seal him under an oak tree with Phineas Worrell leading the task. Trantor vengefully places a curse on the Worrell family. 100 years later, Ernest P. Worrell, a sanitation worker, is introduced. After getting stuck in a garbage truck and visiting the creepy Hackmore residence, he helps Kenny, Elizabeth, and Joey construct a treehouse. Sean, I got a question for you. Yes. How many of the horror movies did you know in the opening credits? Uh, I knew at least like four of them, I think. I know Nosferatu was in there. The Screaming mm-hmm. Skull was in there. Yep. Um, and I know, oh man, I knew I knew I've, the name of one more, but I've, I've just got the I've whole seen some list. images from. Okay, good. It's so it was Nosferatu, White Zombie from 1932, yes, Phantom Phantom from Space 1953, The Brain from Planet Aurus 1957. I think that was that brain floating through the air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Screaming Skull, Missile to the Moon. Hideous Sun Demon, Giant Gila Monster, Killer Shrews, Battle Beyond the Sun, and Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah, I thought that wow. was pretty. That was a, like a really cool intro, right? Just showing oh, some yeah. actually older scary movies and mixed with Ernest's uh, super awesome faces that he makes. I think it's perfect. Like I like the the 
titles, title like the actual titles of Ernest Scare Stupid are really cool. Like it gets yeah. me that like the scary font of it that gets me in the mood. Yeah, and obviously all those and, and it's it's a good move because those movies are all public domain, so you know they didn't have to pay a cent for those. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so that's probably why they used them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I just had a Halloween party, and one of the things I do is play like old, cool. weird, scary movies like that in the background just while people are dancing and talking stuff and drinking. Nice. Yeah, I I love I I actually really enjoy the opening credits. the 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 music is it's not like it's my favorite music, but it's certainly perfect for what's happening. Like it's it's somehow whimsical but spooky and like I don't know like and then you have all the noises that are being made in the background. And, and it I, never goes full like uh, Three Ninjas, which, you know, it totally yeah. could have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking awful. Just Kenny G ripping a piccolo, like, you know, <laughs> a recorder or some shit. You know what I mean? Ripping something. Jesus, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I really like it. I feel like it shows off, like, it really prepares you for, like, the cartoonishness yep. that is Jim Varney. Definitely. You know what I mean? And and I, I think that there's... There's probably plenty of opportunity to to like rip on him and like rip into this movie a bit. Right. But this is he's he's a slapstick giant, man. He's he, wonderful. He is phenomenal. Yeah. I have to say that. First and foremost. Yeah. We'll get to so many more moments of of Ernest's greatness in this movie, but the one thing that really struck me on rewatch of this one was how similar this intro past the title montage was to Hocus Pocus. Did you guys pick up on that at all? Yeah, yeah, very much so. It was like, yeah. it felt almost the exact same. It's like, uh-oh, we're back in time, and something oh, bad yeah. happened, and we're going we're gonna to get rid of it, but it's going to have this really hard curse that's going to be really hard to make come true, but someone's going to do it. And then, you know, the main <laughs> character, Kenny and Max, both meet against bullies from school before yep, they yep. face parents. I mean, it was really... But see, Hocus Pocus was in 93, which would make you think that it stole it from Ernest, but if you recall from our Hocus Pocus episode, didn't they write that like seven years prior and it just took forever yeah, to get yeah. Hocus Pocus going? So no, no harm intended really right there, you know? No, and it's 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 nice. Like I like that setup anyway. Like especially, I mean, even if you've seen Hocus Pocus first or something like that, which obviously I have, it's just like, oh yeah, they're doing the whole thing. But Ernest is in there still, you know, like he's playing his own, <laughs> he's playing his own like great great yeah. great grandfather, whatever it is. It's, it's it's cool, and I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's a nice little setup. It's comfortable. It's un- makes it understandable. It just gets all of this. Uh, oh, I don't know what you call it or whatever, but it, it gets all this out of the way so you don't have to like relive stories after <laughs> yep. story yeah. after story. And it's like, okay, cool. We, we've got it figured out now. We know where this is going. Yeah. And, and the first, <laughs> you did just say, okay, cool. Are you like getting in the Halloween spirit finally? Uh, well, finally getting there. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's coming up. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So, AJ, did you think, uh, did this help? This is like, you know, slightly after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, did this give you even more of a fear of garbage trucks and being a bigger problem in your life at all? Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, this is this is terrifying. Number one, what the hell was he building anyways? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck was all that? We, we don't just know. got a bunch of things dipping mops into into <laughs> trash buckets. <laughs> and that's not that's not conducive for anything. That's not he's not it's not a street cleaner. They aren't they don't make it down to the the road anyways. That's Ernest P. World, dude. <laughs> and he's, he he's he's actually just, does the thing. He makes these contraptions, and they actually work, but they're for things that no one cares about. <laughs> That's how he does it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just he's the king, and uh, he's just making shit, and he just he just does what Ernest does best, I guess. And and I'm just like, I'm like, okay. And then he falls into that thing, and it's like not that big of a deal. But Rimshot keeps trying to help. Yeah, and he makes he's just exacerbating the situation. This 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 is just a bad thing. This, he drops into that. I am. I'm telling you right now, that is terrifying. That's One the, the worst whoa, moment yeah. of this movie for AJ. Great, great, uh, great callback and reference to Star Wars. But I'm sorry, too much, guys. <laughs> too much. <laughs> well, and it's, like I, I'm not making fun of the man, but it also seems like the way a, a Jim Varney kind of character would go out too. Just like kind of just like stumbling <laughs> into a trash compactor, drunk as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> are we? Are you trying to say that that Ernest is essentially just like a, a high functioning alcoholic? Maybe like, <laughs> we're not sure. We don't have much I don't of a think backstory. He's that. On Ernest. <laughs> uh, I like right before this in in the when they're in the school and she's telling that story. That it cuts to a shot of, of uh, the garbage truck whipping by the window and someone <laughs> yeah. it's dragging someone. He's like, Ernest, stop! <laughs> Ernest, stop! Please stop! Like that's amazing. <laughs> that you're just like, okay, all right. Well, well, let's just continue on with our normal day. <laughs> like, never a mention of that person ever again. No, <laughs> they may have died. No, we like, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah, no, that's that's just that's rough. Did you guys see the emblem on the side of the the Blairville police car and and the um the oh trash. and the, the garbage truck? Yeah, yeah. It says uh, in Latin, ignoramus ad infantium. Okay. has a infantum. Where its little trans- literal translation is, we do not know to infinity. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, even makes sense. Yeah. Oh, we don't know to. <laughs> so they can't count that high? Is they that just, what it is? They just have no idea <laughs> <right>. about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, the best thing for me, I think, about this movie and that I totally forgot about was the earnest multiple personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when he does that, I mean, he just shows off his skills. As just he has to be like a classically trained actor, right? I mean, he. I think I think I read I somewhere think that he Barney can just was. quote Shakespeare, um, just like off the top of his head. He's he's very obviously well spoken, and to have what was that nine different characters in that little montage? The yeah, yeah the yeah. the Ottomans. I think my favorites were the old lady. The old lady makes me laugh with the neck brace so much. Yeah. Uh, and the the, the, red, the redneck guy. He goes. He goes. Ain't no trees in Botswana. I know. I am. A Ottoman, and I ain't never had no job. <laughs> and I ain't never had no job. <laughs> like, it like makes no sh- sense. They end the scene with that old lady, hit that old lady character just being like, does anyone smell fish? Does anybody smell <laughs> fish? Like, what? what was that? <laughs> it, it seems to me like Jim Varney, because he's, yeah, he. I mean, I don't know if he's classically trained, but he's trained heavily in like improv and and just character work and generally, like his, his dream was to be a character actor after Ernest and everything like that was kind of dying down. He wanted to become just like a bit part player in um, in any movie that he could be in. And to be honest, uh, the, the guy from, uh, please help me with this, the guy from Pete and Pete, um, Oh, who, oh you're talking world, about um, Toby Huss, Artie, right? He kind of honestly took that mantle, to be honest. Like wow. that that character kind of reminds me of Ernest in a lot of ways, just because it's so simple and I everything. That. It's, it's it's that same kind of character being around kids all the time. But then, like the actual actor Toby Huss is in pretty much anything you can think of. To be honest, like he's in, always he's in a, Halloween. Yeah, he's never like typecast. He's always just a different character, and he plays right. it well. I I love. 
all his little voices, and I have to say this, otherwise I will forget about it, but when he is in the trash and he finds that little doll... And he's <laughs> debating on shoving that thing into the gears. <laughs> and he's having a conversation with himself. And he's making shit up. And then he says, I'll send him a postcard or whatever. <laughs> and he shoves his head in there. He's like, you'll never forget this, Ernest. I know where you live. He's like, you'll never get away with this. Oh, my God. I, we used to quote that as kids. I, I'd say at least once a week. Some somehow, some way, we would say that to each other in some capacity. <laughs> it just it made me cry laughing seeing it again. <laughs> I, I did have a bunch. I have probably not seen this in in a decade or so, and I, I did have a lot of those like funny gags rushing back. But the one thing that like I never put my finger on as a kid uh, that I, I'm realizing now is that I just didn't relate to any of the kids in this movie. Right? You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes there's a yeah, sometimes there's just like a kid where you're you're just like, oh man, I want to be that kid, and that's me yeah. in the story. Like I never yeah. felt that way about any of the really bad acting kids in this movie. <laughs> none none of them made me want to be them, <laughs> and yeah. maybe that's why it was never so high on my list. Because even in like <laughs> Ernest goes to camp, like I I easily could have been a couple of those kids. I related to those characters, but this one, eh, not really. <laughs> Dude, I I was just gonna say. I mean, can we get a rating on the kid acting in this, guys? It's can we? <laughs> it's not great. Let's just put it that way. Not not, not even kids watch these movies for the kids. <laughs> no, you're you're <laughs> absolutely comes right. You're you're absolutely right. Like and. and I mean, it's like PBS ran out of fucking budget on this or something. It's bad. It's not good. Well, and then like you can hear some 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 of them slip like a, a southern accent here and there because it was all shot in Nashville. Oh, so I'm yeah. assuming they just pulled from like the local theater in Nashville or some shit. <laughs> well, you know when you rewatch childhood movies and and you're like, oh, I can't believe it. That mu- that was so and so's first role. That was Ryan Gosling. Oh, that was Macaulay right. Culkin. That was their first role. Nobody in this movie did anything after. Nobody this. made like, it out alive, huh? No, they did even, not. Even our star, I, I, I think, what's his name? Um, sorry, Kenny or whatever. Yeah, Kenny. His name, I think, is Austin even... Nagler. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that when the little when the little girl kisses him on the cheek, he got made fun of so fucking hard. What? Just for that? For a girl kissing him on the cheek? Yeah. And then like reacting the way he did, he got so made fun of that he quit <laughs> acting. Like a whole turkey right after this movie. <laughs> I mean, he had, dude, he had people lining up to hire him, though, and that's too unfortunate. That's very unfortunate that he it's had to crazy. quit. It's crazy. It's just like, yeah, you got macked on by a girl. Awesome, man. Maybe. <laughs> I think the acting in this was just foreshadowing to them being turned into actual wood. It's just stiff as fuck, man. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the episode, guys. I think we yep. nailed it. Just <laughs> it. <laughs> so he finally, he gets out. Er, so Ernest gets out of, of what's, what's happening here, right? Like he, he makes it out of the trash tube that he, or, or block that he made. And, but he gets told by the sheriff who gets told by the mayor that he needs to go clean up a property. What the 
fuck is the chain of command in this town? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, the mayor's telling the sheriff to fire the garbage man, potentially, if he doesn't do his job. Does the city council advise the local mechanic to write up the bakery truck for a parking ticket? <laughs> like, what the fuck happens in all of this? this uh, Briarsville, Missouri has just got some crazy laws, man. Hey, I grew uh, up in Missouri, and I can vouch for that. That is, how it, that is yeah, what I mean, small yeah. town Missouri is like, okay? <laughs> There's what, a, 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 a Scoopy McScoopers? Yeah. Ice cream shop right next door, whatever the hell you went to. Yeah, Doozles. <laughs> Doozles. Duh, Sean. <laughs> Scooby McScoopers. Taking that. That's a great ice cream that's a, uh, Taking that and banking that one. All right. We'll move along. All right. So moving along, when old lady Hackmore discovers that this treehouse was built in the same tree that contains the dormant creature, she angrily leaves. Following her, Ernest learns the story of Trantor, and while reporting it to the kids, Ernest inadvertently releases the troll. Joey is walking home from the treehouse when Trantor turns him into a wooden doll. Ernest finds Kenny's dad, Sheriff Cliff Binder, and explains the situation, but Binder does not believe him. Meanwhile, Trantor captures a boy on a skateboard as his second victim. (laughs) Now, you may think it's weird your kids are hanging out with a 40-year-old garbage man, failed mime, (laughs) but if you saw that treehouse, you'd be like, this is dope. It's pretty it's bad. Tough, right? It's fucking awesome. Tell you what, it takes talent to build something like that in forty-five minutes, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they get all the shit? <laughs> like they just have all this stuff from from Ernest, apparently. And not only did he get it there in a matter of moments, but he also they also built this nails and all. Like they're building a deck. Like I mean. Th- they should start their own like company, like contracting <laughs> Did, company. Do they not do it at night too? I don't know. It just seemed I think like it was in the just... evening. It was after school, maybe. Yeah, you it was know after I mean? school, and it was like all in one day. They're like, yeah, this this worked out pretty well, man. You're gonna need a montage because all fucking glasses McGonagall is doing is just waving his hands around like a fucking magician, and just shit's happening around him. What a what a worthless asshole. <laughs> Dude, who do you think's the worst actor, Joey, which is Glasses McGonagall, or or the chunky bully, the Murdoch kid? Well, I'll say this. Mm. I'll say this right now that <laughs> the the most punchable face award goes to Matt Murdoch for sure. Yes, one hundred percent does, man. I want to punch that fucking moon face right in his deviated septum. I swear to God, oh my God. he is just the worst. AJ's AJ's mean tonight. <laughs> He's, I, hey, man, I'm all for it. Fuck these kids. You, um, you know what? Not only is not only is that chunky bully Matt Murdock like just the most punchable face, but he walks the weirdest I've ever seen anyone walk. He's got he's got walking traction problems. I don't get it. He's got a pear shaped body. It's like he's constantly in a in a pinch. Like trying to not poop, <laughs> like he's always got to go to the bathroom because he's, I, you know, he, you know, he would have eaten those pizzas that he got thrown at him. Oh yeah, I mean, he's just constantly in a pinch though because, like, he can't, he can't stomach anymore. <laughs> Man, for me, I, I, I mean, it might be telling just how the movie uh, acts for this kid, but Joey's not in it for that long. No, it's probably not. a great thing because. 
<laughs> Somebody <laughs> says something. He's like, "Oh, my my heart," or like, "My he my heart was in my th- th- throat," or something. <laughs> not like, ooh, not like that was everyone rough. paused after that. Just be like, "Can we? We we should probably cut, right?" <laughs> but no, they just kept going. Yeah, they kept going, didn't they? <laughs> they yeah. rewrote it. He was supposed to be the fifth one that got taken. Joey was. They're like, "No, he's first. Get him <laughs> yeah, out of like, here." I, we, we're wasting too much film. We have to keep going. <laughs> Speaking of pizzas, did you guys know that those were leftover props from TMNT two? Wait, what do you mean? Are you serious? Those uh, those pizzas they were they were flinging at uh, the Murdochs. Yeah, they were uh, leftover props from uh, Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. That's so, dope as that, fuck. Hell yeah! Abuse? Yeah, it was um, the same prop master on this film as, as that movie. So oh, he, he recycled awesome. some props from it. That's we, brilliant. We got to yeah, do Secret cool. of the Ooze probably pretty soon, huh? Oh, I think yeah. so. <laughs> uh, I think my definitive is, is still probably Joey, even though Matt Murdock is the most punchable face. Yeah. <laughs> he's he, uh, but you know, of course, of course, the gl- the kid with glasses is going to be the first one out. Yeah, always. I mean, of course, wouldn't <laughs> fucking nerd. I mean, they, they straight. I mean. <laughs> They sh- it, yeah, it's eleven thirty at night, and we're ten years old. We should probably get home. <laughs> they straight up leave it. They just <laughs> bailed on a foggy, weird. There's, you know, there's a weird lady that lives yeah. there who like could be insane. They're just like, probably. see you later, four eyes. We're gonna go make out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, made fun of until I quit acting. Yeah, and then I mean, he falls into to a puddle of water then too, <laughs> and he's just freaking out. Nerd can't swim, like he can't climb. I mean, thank God the fucking troll grabbed him. Actually, first. yeah, he would have drowned. <laughs> that dude is a total liability this whole time, anyways. <laughs> God, he's, he's probably complaining about his allergies and stuff all over the place. <laughs> Seriously. He forgot his inhaler. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's not doing much work on the treehouse, hey, hey. but he's taking just as much credit. Hey, man. You might need that inhaler. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not knocking inhalers. You need it. I get it. He needed it, but he should have. At least you bring yours That's true. to I podcasting. Haven't. He should have brought his to treehouse. Yeah, building. I'm sitting in a chair, and I need it. <laughs> AJ shot out of a cannon today, you guys. <laughs> So and, and much like Hocus Pocus again, I kept I kept on that whole thing. It, it reminded me of the the black flame candle. Like, why? Remember we talked about it. Why why don't they just get rid of the black flame candle and make sure that no one make sure it's highly guarded on Halloween night? Where like why would why would they not just run the the whorls out of town? And why did she have to tell him the exact words that he's not supposed to say? <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> it's just, it's the it's oh man yeah you just don't load that gun man. You I'm going to tell you these exact words. Can make sure you remember them because I don't want you to say these exact words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if like I know you're stupid, but if it's the last thing you remember, that's probably a bad idea. You should probably remember this. <laughs> yeah, he and he's like, what are the odds of that happening? As he puts his hands on the tree, it's I mean it's an obvious joke, but it's very very funny. Yeah, I it's like extremely. It. Funny. If it, if, it, if it propels the entire plot, then I'm I, I don't care. I oh, it's yeah. fine. I'm into it for sure. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, well, one of my one of my favorite things is uh uh you know Ernest has all of his his little fun lines like when he knocks on the door to um to <laughs> the, ha- uh, the Hackmore residence. The Hackmore residence, and he's he's like, Oh, I don't know, it must be a like biting the heads off chicks or whatever's in voodoo vogue or <laughs> That's what he says. says. It's so quick sometimes when he says those things. You just don't catch up. It's incredibly fast. Like his dialogue is is phenomenal. It's like, is an earnest movie rewatchable? Oh, (laughs) it's it is almost strictly for his dialogue. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He says. 
Uh, like, and, and when one of my favorite things he says is, remember, if you do get lost, the best way, to, you, the <laughs> one thing to remember is that bark always grows on the outside of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> they even, they even go, what, what did he say? Okay, cool. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'll just let him be. I do like the creature effects though. Like they're, they're all really well done and practical. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the voice because it's like <laughs> the normal monster voice everyone uses, you know, but, uh, yeah, the creature effects are good except for for the set of bruised testicles for nostrils dude, on that thing. Yeah. Dude, that is the worst. I hate the double nose. I can't I can't even look at it. I cannot look at that nowadays. It's so disturbing to me. It's got elephantitis of the nose. On, of balls on the nose. That okay, but let's let's go back to childhood. That troll was way too scary for this movie. It was, it was terrifying. Terrifying. You can't do that in a kids' movie. You can't put that scary of a troll in the thing. He's got that massive head and it moves around so quickly. It's that's that in itself is terrifying. Moves around like a leprechaun, basically, but with this like massive head and then the goo. The yeah, snot, the like the slime, Ugh. like it is so disgusting. <laughs> it is so bad, man. It's it's oh man, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. And I had to watch this movie like four times. <laughs> it's I can't when it when it's still on the screen to this day. I just cannot stare at those fucking double noses. I can't. No, I man. can't yeah. do it. Sean, mm-hmm. you've seen enough like scary movies that like this creature could easily have been in a like r-rated scary movie easily oh definitely i mean yeah it's i mean especially like for the size of it too like the the, the performer and we'll get to it a little later but like a, a lot of the performers in in those costumes had to be in it for 14 hours or so oh my gosh and Jesus. it was just it was just hell for them but yeah i mean like for some reason that size of that monster is even scarier like a huge one it would just be like oh yeah it's a big monster but it can get around it's what's yeah. scary about yeah it. it's it, quick it's just, moving yeah yeah quick little guy so next scene, Tom and Bobby Tulip, hoping to exploit Ernest, sell him various fake troll traps, but one backfires on the mayor's sons and Ernest loses his job. Ernest, Kenny, and Elizabeth return to Hackmore residence where they learn that only the heart of a child and a mother's care can defeat the troll. Later that night, Trantor claims Elizabeth as his third victim as he sneaks into her house while she is resting on her bed. Mm. What do you think about Tom and Bobby Tulip, dude? Dude, I love them. I like, <laughs> especially in this scene, them like breaking. T- he's like, "Well, uh, I'm I'm fighting a troll." They're like, "Oh, we got all the troll shit." They're just going through like, "You need you need like three of these," and naming out the price and everything like that. And at the end, he's like, "And one trolling motor." Troll motor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> that was a really fucking <laughs> funny joke, man. It, you you wonder, like, does he really have all this stuff just like sitting back there, or does he? Is he like slapping labels on obvious other things, which is what it seems like, like troll away paper, fly paper or whatever, right. sticky paper, troll, troll away spray and like um, troll nunchucks and like, <laughs> just stuff that he's slapping trolls on. The trolling motor, de- trolling motor definitely went over my head as a kid. That's for sure. I did not <laughs> yeah, pick up 100%. on that one. Well, and the weird thing about, I don't know if you read that, Sean. So, um, the, the two guys in this, there's always two dudes that are in the Ernest movies, right? Like his mm-hmm. movies follow a very normal template of this is what happens. There's always these two guys that are making inventions and doing stuff. And this is the only movie where the the normal two guys are not in it. Like these, these are new 
to the to the series guys, from what I understand. There was a guy named huh. uh, Gillard Sart- Sartin. Uh, he was like the, the heavy set guy of the brothers in the other movies. So it was weird to, to remember that. I got back to this movie. I was like, oh, those aren't the same guys that are in all the other movies. But I still thought they were really good. Like the, the, the older brother is the one that doesn't talk and he's doing the drum set in the background, <laughs> which is kind of weird. But <laughs> I mean, that that was a very typical early 90s TV ad. So I was like, okay, that made total sense. Yeah, I liked them. I thought they were, they were really good performers. The very, very very comical like uh, just presence and the older one who doesn't say anything but has just that <laughs> wild eye look while he's playing the a terrible drum beat he can't even play the drum beat the no. right way <laughs> listen everybody knows when you hit a cymbal you always hit a snare or a kick drum at the same time and he did not because <laughs> yep, there's nothing it. worse sounding than a cymbal by itself okay guys just <laughs> remember right. that that's good notes. That's good notes. I'll take that one down. I appreciate that. So I like, I think Kenny like gets home or is like just, he's just being like obliterated by his mom for some reason. And he's, she's just like, Kenny, are you getting the shit kicked out of you by the bullies again? Now, what have I told you about being a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Jesus, mom, give him a fucking brain. Yeah, I know. Like, you talking about when like she rolls up and they've like jumped him out of that boat? Yes. Yeah, dude, that was, <laughs> was fucked up, man. It's like, yeah, this is what you get for having a boat, you Richie. Get, get up, Kenny, you <laughs> fucking pussy. Like, get up, I gotta go like, take a shit. We gotta get away. Yeah. <laughs> still cl- clenching. He's still clenching. Still pinching. That guy had a permanent wedgie like the whole time. Even <laughs> even in that like what is it? It's like that smoker's jacket or whatever. That's like <laughs> that they're wearing. Like. I don't know, but you're right, man. It's just like, it's like, what do we tell you? It's like, well, I got to go, mom. And he's just not listening oh, yeah. to his mom at this point. <laughs> he's just like, I'm taking my bike and now I'm leaving. Where's dad? Okay, bye. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Sean, I got a question for you about like the, the shots of this film. I, I, I really noticed this time around that everything, especially when it was on Ernest, there, there, it was kind of jittery, right? Like things, it felt right. like it was fast forward. Like they, they had sped up the footage where, you know, almost like the frames are blurry. Is that, was that like a very low frames per second film to make, to give it that effect? Do you know much about that? Um, so I think what you're talking about is like, it's, it's more of a high rate of, uh, frames per second because it, to me that that's what it looked like to me anyway. I noticed, I did notice that. Um, but usually you do that, like say 60 frames per second, uh, as opposed to 24, 24 would be like your mo your more smooth kind of look. If you were wanting to go for those, like a movie look, Yeah, it didn't and feel smooth at all. It felt pretty right. jittery, right? And then 60, which I think is what they were filming this at is like mostly, so you can slow it down in post. Okay. And so I don't, I'm, I maybe, just, maybe it just made it give it a, a weirder look to them and maybe they liked it or something, but yeah, I definitely didn't notice that. And I, and I have no idea why it makes it feel like Ernest is just going a million miles an hour. So whether they maybe. meant it on purpose or not, I, I really like the choice of, because yeah. it just feels like he is just always moving and cannot stand still. And he's talking really fast and his mouth is blurry. And I, I know we got a lot of, uh, film buffs that are part of this confused breakfast. And, and if you know much about what happened there, I mean, you know, chime in for sure. Let yeah. us know. Cause I, th- I thought that was a pretty cool thing. One thing that made me, um, laugh quite a bit like i i feel like i have to apologize for laughing at this uh because it's just so dumb but it's so funny and i still laughed at it is when Ernest is setting up the trap the the dumpster trap and <laughs> yes. and he gets his hand slammed in it and it just he looks at it looks back at the camera 
looks at it, looks back at the camera, and then loses his shit. Like I, that was a pay, that paid off for me. I love that. I laughed really hard at that scene. You know, I watched that and I was like, I I like those kinds of gags and everything. Yeah. And then I'm and then like he screams and like, God, okay, all right. Yeah. But then it like got me thinking about it later on in the day. I'm like, that's fucking funny. That's like I say, that's that is a cartoon. Yeah. That should be a cartoon. All of his faces, all of his expressions, the things that he's doing, the things that happen to him. I can see that in a Tom and Jerry skit, yeah. like <laughs> of Tom getting his tail caught in something, and and then like looking at the camera, looking at that, looking at the camera, and then re- reacting the same way. Yeah, it's so it's so funny, and you have more of the dialogue of of Jim Varney. Coming and he's saying, and I gotta imagine the troll's gonna come through strolling through saying, I could use a little rest, maybe see what's on the cable. It's just like, <laughs> I'll just check into that troll motel over there. And, he's just like, and I love it. Also, the very subtle thing is he like pulls the sucker out of his mouth. He's like, well, and he slaps it on the fucking dumpster. And rim shots, just taking a look at him, like, yeah, what are you doing, Dad? Exactly. And he's just like, no more. What is it? What did you say? No more trollo, comprendo. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so good. Just going on and on and what, like whatever he could say, whatever comes at the top of his mind, it seems just, like. Yeah, he just, he's another one of those characters, much like Lewis Tully, who he has to fill air, man. <laughs> yeah. He has to fill the air around him, and otherwise it's just lost. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I noticed how almost every scene that Rimshot is in, he's yawning. I just hope they're not overworking that sweet pup. Oh, man, yeah. No, I love Rimshot. Uh, Rimshot's probably one of my favorite characters in the movie. Absolutely. Obviously. I think he's MVP in this movie, to tell you the truth. I think he's one of the best characters. Yeah. Totally. Just gorgeous dog, right? Sweet, sweet man. Sweet, sweet dog. I'm sure he's passed on. That's sad. Uh, I don't want to talk about so, that. Okay. Yeah, it's been <laughs> a long fuck? time. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> How could you? How could you? I, uh... Paid someone two hundred bucks to make a mini couch for my cat, so there's there's that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Custom furniture. Custom furniture. And he and turns out he doesn't want to sleep on it yet. So yeah, um, yes, absolutely. Because you you paid two hundred bucks. He's like, fuck you. He prefers mm. the cardboard box that uh, has been sitting in the corner of the room for a while. So let's <laughs> move on to scene four. How about it, guys? <laughs> All right. So while Kenny and his friend Greg are walking, Trantor uses Elizabeth's voice to lure Kenny away, then takes Greg as a fourth victim. Despite parents being upset at their missing children, Mayor Murdoch and Sheriff Binder still proceed with a Halloween party at the school. Trantor appears there and takes the mayor's oldest son as his fifth and final wooden doll. In the ensuing fight between Trantor and Ernest, Trantor turns Ernest's dog Rimshot into a wooden doll before being repelled by soft-serve ice cream on Ernest's hands. Kenny realizes that mother's care refers to milk and rallies a troll-fighting team to destroy them. We have to go back a little bit, guys. We didn't talk about how Elizabeth was captured yep. by the troll. That's right. terrifying. I just thought about that, and, and yes, that was the... that was. I remember this scene very distinctly when I watched this as a kid <laughs> because I didn't have the intuition I have today <laughs> watching movies. Superb. So, uh, <laughs> so I totally expected something to be under that bed. <laughs> of I totally expect. I was like, 
Oh, thank God. And I totally did not know she was going to roll back over, and there was freaking Tuno Scolari. <laughs> dude, get out of here. Terrifying, dude. And how do you not feel him jump in the bed? Oh, God. Just freshly <laughs> gooped and point. oozed and slimy. And, Gross. Yeah. She must have a memory foam mattress, man, because he got in there real <laughs> sneaky. <like. laughs> oh, phew. No one's under my bed. Oh, my God. Now, dude. Who <laughs> Crib. Oh, it's just you, Mr. McBear. Well, and how does how does the mom literally five feet away not hear that blood curdling scream? <laughs> yeah. She yeah, literally she... just walked out the door and Elizabeth screams at the top of her lungs for five seconds. How yeah. does this party to go to, man? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the party's not gonna party yeah. itself. She's like, Well, I'm getting dressed. She's just being dramatic. I'll just I'll just change into my costume and I'll just Get ready for the party. She had explosive diarrhea at the moment that her daughter <laughs> screamed, and it drowned it out. <laughs> I, I, there's literally nothing I can do. I have to take care of this right now. <laughs> I, I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Did I hear something? No, I could. It was probably just the poop coming out. Okay, yeah, anyway. That's right. <laughs> she, she, uh, she was dropping a... She was having a growler while the other one was growling, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off track on this one yeah, a little sorry. bit. Here. Hey, <laughs> so, so no. Why the so let's go back to Joey, our our, our glasses McGonagall. Glasses uh, McGonagall. Dude, his parents don't give a fuck. It's been 24 hours before <laughs> they pop into the police office to report him missing. Oh, oh, like by the one way, one full evening to where he has not been home plus the entire day, then they go to the cop office. They don't care. <laughs> Speaking of which, when it does get reported, Kenny goes and sees Elizabeth on some sort of bike trail or whatnot, working on her bike with it flipped up and over. Yep. And then they're like, well, we better go. And then they just run instead of taking the bike. <laughs> so they just leave the bike in the middle of nowhere. Like there's a, there's an awful lot of bike mechanical happening like in this movie and, and it leads to nothing. I just got to say that this is, it's a little frustrating. I'd be a little bit disappointed as her mother. That's probably why she was, her mom was so upset with her because she left her bike there and it got stolen. It's so, gotta be yeah. just, just, misbehaving you know irresponsible <laughs> hey maybe joey maybe joey is uh you know kind of a swindler you know just you know goes out late at night and they're just like ah he's being joey again yeah, he'll be joey. there in the morning he always is and then when he's not you know they, they report it <laughs> joey must be like a latchkey kid or something you know yeah. I mean, he's just he just he comes and goes as he pleases and <laughs> It's not the Mom's first not time really he's been gone for 48 hours. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in the haunted forest as a as a 10-year-old yeah. at 11:30 at night <laughs> just wandering around. Yeah. They don't they, they, they don't have any sort of like in, insight into this haunted forest like it's Briarsville. Like I don't know. May, maybe I'm thinking into that too much. <laughs> Also, uh, fuck the the mustache guy in the bee costume when they were all in the police office and all the parents were like, my kids are missing. Did you hear what he said? He's like, he my garbage hasn't been picked up for two days. <laughs> that was what he was in the police station bitching about. While people's kids have been missing, he's like, my garbage, you got to pick it up. Ernest hasn't been working. Fuck Dude. that guy. <laughs> That's the same guy who's probably filed like like a, a regular complaint about the Hackmore house. You know what I mean? It's the same dude. 
It's the same situation. This is what small towns, that's all they have to bitch about. It's just like, <laughs> my garbage hasn't been picked up in two days. It's like, well, it only comes once a week, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you and if you want to get deep on the theory here, that is the guy from Mythbusters, Jamie Heineman, before oh he God. became before he got on Mythbusters, and that's what caused him. He had to he was checking out the myths of the trolls in his town and the missing garbage, and that's what got him on the path to go to Myth Mythbusters. You like wow. that? Are you serious? No, that's definitely not him but it looks exactly <laughs> like him it's it's like identical to He's jamie heideman so well, you got me yeah. last episode and then you Holy got shit. Yeah, no. no we we've already established that other than jim varney no one in this movie has done shit since this movie right <laughs> that's right that's right uh, i gotta say like we've like we did say that rimshot is the real hero of this movie taking the wheel of this whole movie literally quite literally um i like the chase scene a lot it's probably my favorite scene because, like, it seems like they took a lot of time to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's there's a whole fight in the cab of the truck. And yeah. then, like, he sneaks out and gets into the bed. And then the troll's out there with him. Yeah. It's it's all really, like, kind of cool looking. I don't know what you guys thought. but Very Fast and the Furious-esque, you know? It's Definitely. Very, very much so. <laughs> uh but I think it's I think it's really well done, uh, and it's it's definitely leads to the funniest moment in cinema history. Come on, Absolutely. let's hear it. The quote we're talking about the quote. Oh uh, well, oh well, the quote, and then what <laughs> happens after the quote? <laughs> when he says, "Do you want to do it?" When he do you want to do, do it? I want to do it? How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, <well>, yeah! <laughs> it's just the fucking funniest thing. Then and he just cruises right over him. It's one shot. There's no. Dude, you go back, and if you if you've never seen the movie, or if you if you haven't seen it lately before, what like listening to this episode, just go back and find that that <laughs> clip of their fight scene, and then the truck running over Trantor <laughs> yes. the troll. It is the funniest thing I've maybe ever seen in my life, and it because it's just one long continuous shot of this truck just going and just cruises right over. It. But dude, oh, it, man. it reminded me of like. Monty Python, Holy Grail, when the, when the guy's <laughs> running and then it cuts to the guards and then it cuts back to him running and it cuts yeah. to the guards. Because it seemed to just be like, he's like, here I come. And then it just kind of <laughs> yeah. took a long time for him. He's like, you can get out of the way if you want. No, I mean, you can get out of the way. Or, well, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> it was like John Cherry, the director. It was, it was like John Cherry's like action shot of the movie. So he's like, he's like I'm going to take my time with this. Yeah. And we're actually going to do it like 18 times. We're going to do it. So like, I think we got it in the first one. No, no. Set that, <laughs> set that motherfucker booger lips on up. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're taking him down once again. Did you know the? Uh, did you know what Bulgarian miak is? Did anyone look to figure out what no uh, miak is? I, I looked up. I, I looked up to some of the history, Mike. But it, why don't you just tell us? So miak is a Bulgarian style flavored yogurt sauce that is commonly right. eaten in the spring and served with a thin pancake. <laughs> wow, like, so, like a crepe. I I just uh, for come on like I I grew up poor so I never knew what miak was nor did I know what Bulgaria was so right. I always thought that was made up but nope that is apparently something wow to be honest it kind of is made up 
<laughs> is it really? <laughs> because that description is essentially made up as well. <laughs> no, it's not. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God it is. They basically created it out of thin air with this idea that he did say that it is, in fact, seasonal. I bet you they couldn't think I'd get my hands on some, but I'm pretty yeah. crafty. <laughs> so, But it's fall, so it's out of season, so it must be from the springtime. And it's got to have <laughs> oh some sort of milk or lactose co- like con- like uh, component to it. Right, right. <laughs> so in actuality, Ernest would have won this battle on absolute just happenstance and luck <laughs> oh my if God. he would have touched Trantor with this Bulgarian Miak. 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 From Concentrate, by the way. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Authentic. You know, you can't. You got to get the real stuff. Organic. No, <laughs> Grass-fed Miak. Miak. I almost threw my fucking phone <laughs> out of the window when they wouldn't rim shot dude, oh, dude come on man you don't do that to me yeah no take take the indian kid turn him into a totem pole but you leave rim shot alone <laughs> jesus <Okay>. christ <laughs> that's and, it okay and not only do they not only do they turn him to stone <laughs> or to wood but then like earnest genuinely sad reaction to that yes. was like oh, no thank man. you i can't do this anymore and the the shot he was it was like a, a POV shot of the kid or a Kenny or something like that carrying the wooden yes. rim shot yeah. and Jim or yeah Mernus is just like oh, I got him right we, he, he went away he's he's yeah. gone and then he hands him to him he's like rim shot I'm, <laughs> and I'm like rim shot yeah, I, oh. I was screaming like old Yeller man oh it's clearly it's his so best hard. friend in the world man like everybody's yeah. animals for the most part this was definitely Ernest's best friend in the world and you could yeah. feel that it like don't don't do that troll now we're but there that's what we get Ernest is like uh-uh this, mm-hmm. I, this ain't happening anymore I am coming for you dude I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get you troll somebody with a runny nose is gonna die <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that <laughs> Mother's Somebody with a runny nose is gonna die. Somebody, that's a fucking funny line. So man. they finally figured out, right? They're like mother's care milk. Yeah, like as mother. in from breasts. Yes, from breasts. From breasts. Yeah, okay, uh, authentic. Yep, <laughs> that's where we're gonna go with with this Disney movie. Breast yep, milk. yep. All that's right. Disney though. Cool, John Cherry, John and, Cherry. and Coke Adams, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Coke Adams. <laughs> I, I I continue my rant of uh, the kid acting is is just terrible. Uh, it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Kenny. <laughs> Sorry about Matt. And he's just like silent for eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, my How note, do we beat this thing? It's my like, note here is, sorry about Matt, takes the longest sad <laughs> side. <laughs> How do we kill this thing? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Fucking somebody won a bowl competition. So, so do, it, do it to me. Say sorry. Sir. <laughs> sorry to hear about Matt. So let's kill this thing. <laughs> Even even Matt, like when Matt's standing there for the costume contest in some stupid ass costume, and yeah. before before he even turns his head to look at the troll, he's already like, "What's up, you fucking loser!" Yeah. Like he doesn't. Even, he's immediately ready to say bullshit. To the he's, troll. he's just he's just got bullshit on his tongue, man. He's just it's, a kid walking through a JCPenney's screaming at the mannequins as well. <laughs> 
Oh my god! What are you looking at, <laughs> headless mannequin? He's just fucking. He's like, dude. He's just got bullshit spewing from both ends. He's just. He just can't keep it in, man. He just can't hold it in. And he's he's like, nice costume. I know it was a nice costume. Yeah, it's like I guess it would be a nice costume if it was a real deal. So I don't know. Oh my god, this is this is great, guys. I'm I'm loving this. I hope our Patreon members are happy about this. All right, so final scene back at the treehouse. Trantor successfully summons his army of trolls while Ernest unsuccessfully tries to stop them. The townspeople show up only for the trolls to overwhelm and beat them up. Kenny and his friends arrive and begin destroying the trolls with milk. During the fight, Trantor escapes beneath the tree where he summons the powers of the underworld, making him invincible, especially to milk. He turns Kenny into a doll. Ernest realizes that unconditional love would weaken Trantor. He takes Trantor and dances with him while the mob watches over loading him with love, causing him to explode. With Trantor's destruction, Ernest is proclaimed a hero. All of the wooden dolls are restored, including those from the early 19th century, and life returns to normal for Briarsville. It's barely returned to normal. Yeah, but, right. Uh, You're not going to recover be their new guys. normal <laughs> that they have to get used to. Uh, so, so at this point, at this point, Ernest is on one. <laughs> He's got a hunt on. He he literally left. Ready to commit murder on this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, vehicular manslaughter. Like, he ran his truck into that tree, hoping to completely, as he says, troll squish kebab <laughs> Trantor. <laughs> like, what if what if this thing was a Scooby-Doo situation and it was a human behind there, right? Ooh. But he's just ready to go. Like, like this is... John Wick before John Wick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you, you, he, pretty much he is. is. There, before there oh was John God. Wick, there was Ernest P. Worrell. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you nailed it, dude. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. Fuck, dude. So Keanu Reeves has some answering to yeah, do. some explaining to do. Keanu's like, no one, no one would figure this out. Yeah, no one. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine Keanu saw this as like a young, as a young adult, and was like, he's like, got really upset by the rim shot turning into a yeah, window, dude. and was like, no, I will, no way, dude. No, no, dude. No, dude. <laughs> I'd straight up murk everyone, and then he did. I love that. <laughs> so it's all it's all out troll madness at this point, and uh, we see a bunch of more, a bunch of more, a bunch more uh, <laughs> trolls become uh, like full scale, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys had noticed or had seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. But the Chiodos brothers are uh, credited in this movie. They had to be because they used recycled uh, masks from the clowns wow. yeah. for the remaining of the trolls in this movie. So that's kind of cool. They they just literally repainted them and no made, wonder, them, made them buggery. No wonder they fucking creep me the fuck out because <laughs> killer clowns, clowns from outer too. space is the reason I'm terrified of clowns. Yeah. Yep. Is literally the reason. Um, and seeing these trolls again, especially seeing it as a kid, they are creepy, man. They're yeah. terrifying. Oh my gosh. And then you add all the goo and they're carrying axes and clubs. And they and seem to be swords. like superhuman strength too. Yeah, dude. I thought I saw one like come out of the ground and I thought, I guess I thought I saw breasts on one of them and I'm just like, are they gremlins chewing this now? Like do, do <laughs> they, know. do they have a woman one? They got no. a woman. Like, I don't think they did, no. man. Right, because milk would destroy them. <laughs> right. Maybe, they're, right. maybe their breasts are filled with boogers, though. Uh, yeah, boogers. Boogers. Not. boogers. 
Booger yeah, boobs. That's it. The, Boober bu- booby buggers. <laughs> the one thing I forgot to mention um, about this this main troll is that his noises are just barely not as bad as Goro's from the first Mortal yeah. Kombat. The, no. uh, 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 just like, luckily, I think the sound design put it a little lower in the sound mix than like Goro's were to where I didn't notice it as bad, but it's it's close, guys, to where I I, can, yeah. I almost had to turn it off. I can't Pretty listen bad. to that shit. <laughs> like I said earlier, it's just like the the like when, when someone's like act like a monster, they're just like <laughs> they just it's just what they do, you yeah. know. And it's just like we'll just get uh, Larry the the audio mixer to fucking do it. I guess yeah, we'll just have him drop it a few it. cents and you yeah. know whatever. The one of the things I did notice that once once the people got resuscitated and they they came to life the the wooden kids there was uh, some parents that were dressed up in Halloween costume because they had been at the Halloween ball and they're like oh right. Stephen I'm pretty sure that was like the second kid that got taken on the skateboard he's been missing for days and the parents <laughs> still dressed up and went to the yeah. Halloween ball <laughs> I didn't get that I'm like okay yeah all right guys yeah no, hey it's your holiday too you know you guys have fun if you want to. It's not ruining our fucking Halloween, all right? 2020 was a disaster. <laughs> to be We're fair. We're going to this Halloween ball. <laughs> to he be fair, that's how me and Sean are be. <laughs> he gets dramatic. He leaves for a day and a half, and then he just decides to come back like everything's fine. He gets to go trick-or-treating? Bullshit. Not this year. I'm getting my Halloween. I'm getting fucking hammered. We're going to that party, and I'm spiking the punch. Oh Lois, you're God. going as Britney Spears, and I'm... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This was 91. I guess it's getting close to that, huh? <laughs> Dude, you are so fucking right. I just couldn't there. believe it because some of the parents were just in normal garb, you know, like uh, Kenny's mom and stuff like that. But the other parents, nope, they were in costume. Dude, like <laughs> just the, the fact, like I, I imagine, I imagine the conversation that was happening in the, that household. It's like, well, are we gonna go to the party? I mean, he's missing. Well, maybe if we go, then we can. Maybe if we go, we can talk to some of the other parents, and maybe they'll have some insight too. Well, well, we can't go. It's, it is a costume party, so well, we better dress we up. Wear I guess. We better wear something. It's like, well, we we can go. We we'll, we'll try and go, but we better ask around. Just stay for one drink. That's it. We'll, then like, we'll, we'll go. see. We'll Come see on. if anybody else's kids are missing. <laughs> Come on, honey. We'll we'll go. We shouldn't let this ruin our good time. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Our kids missing. <laughs> they start they start to fight off all these trolls with milk, right? I'm just wondering, <laughs> what did they do back in the day? <laughs> How'd they get rid of these things back in the day? Like, yeah. are, the, are they are they finding the pregnant women and are just oh like projectile? Different, different kind of super soaker. Other uh, titties? <laughs> or what are we doing? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Are we are we are we are we, are we are we are we getting cows to stand up on their hind legs and just yeah, dude, they just jacking them off. They're just milking the cows. I mean, not the bulls, the cows, Sean, the cows. Yeah, yeah. And they they were just milking, <laughs> milking. The, yeah, they were. They must have milked the cows. And I pray to God. And well, mothers care. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All Stop right. asking me. This. Uh, well, I just you know, <laughs> mothers <laughs> care. To dude. Justify this. <laughs> I'll let you guys just sort that out. Okay. <laughs> dude, I, I like uh, when Kenny meets up with um, Ernest. He's like, uh, it's milk. It, it it eradicates them. He's like, yeah, and it gets it gets rid of them too. <laughs> it gets rid of them too. <laughs> That yellow and green so- super soaker like instantly yeah. oh. brought back memories for me the minute 100%. I saw him holding that. I was like, that was the one. That was the first super stoker that yep. like got everybody into it. And then they started making all the crazy ones. But that was the first one. And everybody uh-huh. had that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dips on prop I want for the movie. Oh, come got on, it, man. Damn, dude. Yes. Got it. <laughs> you How about it? You guys got anything? I want uh, Wooden Joey because I want to fucking beat the shit out <laughs> 
burn him. Use him as kindling. Oh my god. Okay, then I want uh I want the fucking gun that the shopkeeper pulls before he faints. Hey, you better check that gun. Yeah, geez, you you play charades, you really go all out. The but real quick though, just when I literally thought that this troll with his disgusting double nose could not get any more disgusting. Yeah. It had to have demons enter him and grow these like thin little dildos on his face <laughs> that flail around for yeah, no reason. I, I do. I couldn't even look at the thing by this point. I'm like, I can't, I can't look at this stupid oh, troll anymore. Oh I God, can't. It just, just got chills as you're <laughs> describing it. They're just, just flailing like, around. They're just going. They, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they just have no chill. Those things have no chill, man. They're just they're going one hundred percent of the time. I'm I'm pretty sure too. He's like screams to the world. He's just like not even milk could stop me now. And I'm pretty sure that's something I tell my mom when I was on like when I was on my way to obesity. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is watching him grow into super trantor. I'm just looking at his fingers and they just look uncircumcised and unwashed. They're just like gross, man. <laughs> that combined with the 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 ear flanges, like he's got worms, he's got spikes. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> We've got worms. I got worms. <laughs> got worms. And like this is just it's just oh man, there's just so much more goo. Yeah. And there's so much more of him and I hate it. I, I hate it too. And when he finally blows up, I'm grateful. Although he like projectile blows up, but nobody gets any goo on them. It just <laughs> right. like, he just blows up. Everybody's like, okay, cool. He's he's done. I didn't get anything on me. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, I mean, I, the redeeming factor is like, cause everyone's like hugging their loved ones and like they got their kids back and everything. And, and I guess Eartha cat has her family back. Which like was so weird. That was like a weird tie-in. I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. Also, it was kind of weird, too, because she's like, my my brother and sister are back, and these two other kids that, well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, where are they from? Like, <laughs> she kind of pats one of them on the head like, well, we'll, f we'll find somebody for you, I promise. Apparently, even back in like the, those olden days, though, they were still doing bowl cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That kid did have, he looked fuck, straight man. out of the 90s. <laughs> no, dude. He's like, yeah, apparently that was the end thing. You know? <laughs> it's just, oh just like God. no lines, no nothing. <laughs> just lo just looking straight off into the distance. Like, yeah. I'm going I'm going to fucking guts tomorrow. I don't care. I'm, I just need to get off this set. <laughs> he didn't even face the camera. I think his back was, <laughs> the back of his head was to the camera the whole time. Yeah, he just, he just got a pat on the head, tussle his hair, and, you know, we'll find a home for you, I guess. <laughs> oh, my good Lord, dude. <laughs> but then rim shot comes when everyone's got their loved ones. Greatest I, moment. I really felt movie. for him. Like, it's, like, as soon as he lost him, I really felt for him when he got him back. I'm just like, yeah, this movie, this movie did redeem itself yeah. because I was worried because I forgot about him. I got to be honest. Like, mm. I forgot about rim shot for a little uh, bit. How can't forget you. about rim shot. Yeah. I mean, and then, oh, man, like like Ernest looking all sad and he, he is the hero and like everybody's celebrating him as a hero, but then obviously they get their families back. So they don't give a shit about him. <laughs> so, uh, all they care about, and then he just needs his family back and that's rim shot. Hell yeah. And when he bests Trantor and he's got that mick milk, that meak, <laughs> he goes back and forth with that Eartha kit. And it's like, are they within earshot of each other? <laughs> because they should, they seem like they're talking to each other, but they're not. And, um, and he's just like the heart of a child. 
Unconditional love. <laughs> and then when he gives that big old smooch, I was like, no, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do it, man. <laughs> nope. I, like, it would have been the end of Briarsville. It would have just, like, the world would have imploded. He would have taken over the universe. AJ, you can save us all right now. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't know how to do it. Dude, AJ, even Ernest kind of says it earlier. He goes, he goes, but he'll the trolls will just take the children, right? <laughs> like he even yeah. says, he's yeah. like, we'll be fine, right? Welcome. <laughs> like, Wait till he's doing the children. He's like, but just the children, right? Hey, was that party not dope, you guys? <laughs> how about we just how about we just say, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, this might be one of my favorite episodes, guys. <laughs> I don't know what happened. They're all shitty actors anyway. Who knows? <laughs> but we got these cool little wooden dolls that we play with. That's right. <laughs> They're just playing like fucking G.I. Joe with their goddamn Fuck, kids. This, this troll tan- Trantor can fucking drink, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's fun. Damn, he's got a lot going on. Oh my god! Well, you guys got you guys got anything else you want that's to talk it. about on this no, one? I think that's it. That's no, a good I just ending. feel like I can keep riffing on this for at least another two hours. <laughs> Well, let's uh, now that we've uh, we've talked about our nostalgia, we have talked about our modern day thoughts on the movie. We've gone through on a rewatch. Now we got to give it a rating. Uh, AJ, tell us what you thought about this film and what you rate it modern day. Look, it was it was equal parts hard to watch, and I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's literally what this movie was to me as an adult, and like. It's not like I the thing things that save it for me. Jim Varney and his amazing dialogue, the faces that he does, the characters that he puts into it, his emotion that he puts into his characters. Even when he's sad, and then he somehow pulls it right back out with saying somebody with a runny nose is going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, like he <laughs> I felt he that. is phenomenal. I felt that. I really did. I I've wanted to punch a lot of kids in my life too. <laughs> but you know, there's just something about that guy and the way he pulls this off and and some of the absolutely hilarious slapstick comedy between him and these trolls man trying to catch those freaking like testicle things as they're falling out of the tree and like <laughs> I, there are so many spots of this that we unfortunately didn't even get to and as much as I praise that aspect of it, this movie is really still tough to watch. <laughs> so rewatching it, um, I I think it's still I I, I still want to watch it. When Halloween comes around, it is probably one of my top three Halloween movies to watch. Wow. And that being, <laughs> I know, I know, that's how much I love Halloween, guys. And, and that You're all. poison it with this movie. That's right. <laughs> that all being said, I think I'm going to give this a, a 5.3. Nice. 5.3. Sean, what about you, man? Uh, I knew of Jim Varney and everything like that and doing research for this and seeing how cool of a guy he was outside of this character um, and even like doing charitable work, just dressing up as Ernest to go and talk with kids and hang out with them and stuff like that. Um, he just seemed like a really, really fucking cool guy. So that makes it all the worth it to me because he's so good in this as this character. I'll watch him do anything probably. And I would love to see him. I know he's only done like a couple like dramatic roles and stuff like that, but I, he seems like it's, it's such a shame that he's dead. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, rest in peace, honestly, in, in all seriousness, yeah. I just, it's sad that he's, not around. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see more of him. I, I think he probably would have got his like character actor, uh, 
what he wanted like today. I bet I bet he would be in movies and I bet he would be like sinister kind of. Like he yeah. seems like he'd be like a presence that would be like a Sam I don't know, Elliott. He, yeah, I just I just want to see him around, but um uh yeah, as far as the movie goes, it's it's cheesy. It's, you know, like some of the acting's pretty fucking lame. The the effects are great. Um the music's I I thought was pretty cool. Um but yeah, it's 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 not great. But it's so much fun, and I probably will come back to it every Halloween now. Um, nice. I'm going to give it a 5.1. 5.1. Yeah, dude, so to echo on your Jim Barney stuff, somebody posted, like, a photo of him looking really fucking sexy. Like, a, and I, Oh, yeah. And I saw it. I'm like, God damn, he, he looked good. And somebody, somebody commented, yeah, but he was like a misogynist or something like that. And I, I desperately tried to find bad things about him, and I could not. So I don't know if that was somebody just saying bad things huh. about him to say it, but he seemed like such a legitimately cool guy. Um, and, like, the, the bads of this movie is I, I never felt a connection with any of those kids now, like I said earlier. Um, and you know what the other bad thing about this movie is? All these other Ernest movies, he's like 75, 80, 85% of the movie. This one, I timed it. Uh, he's he's only got 45 minutes of screen time in this movie that has his name in it in a 90-minute movie. So wow. he's, he's in the movie for half the movie. The other shit, I don't give a fuck about. I just want right. Ernest on the screen. So, uh, so that's my big knock on is I wanted more Ernest. So uh, uh, 50% of screen time equals a five, five, five go. for a rating. There you go. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Absolutely means the world to have you here with us. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. We'll be diving back into a version of I've never seen. Two of us have never seen the running man. <laughs> oh yeah. Tune in to see who <laughs> after that Mike's pick. Uh, it's official guys. We're, uh, Heading back in Tom Hanks land, the burbs. We got to do it. Oh, man. Yes. We got to do it. So uh, keep joining us every Wednesday. Share with your friends. We really, really appreciate that shits. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. AJ, tell us how they can take us out of the whole thing, do that kind of thing. Thanks for listening, guys. The most important thing you can do right now is to follow us on social meds. The social media at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you're on Twitter, Confused Be Fast. You should also subscribe and leave us a review on your podcast platform of your choice that you're listening to on right now. Also, will you please visit our merch store? We please. have merch, you guys. Shirts, stickers, yeah. koozies. Go check them out at confusedbreakfast.bigcartel.com. And don't forget about our voicemail number. We want to hear from you. We want to hear those sexy voices. 319-804-9596. You can find links to everything at our website, confusedbreakfast.com. Tell your friends that's your mission this week. Get them Tell to do an episode. Guys, you can always find me anywhere on social media. It's AJ Vens, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S, anywhere on social media online. You can find me TikTok and Instagram, Sean Pryor 237 Goodbye. And I'm generally called Mikey Schulte on things, but sometimes I'm not. So you're just going to have to like click on the links and the things and yep. find us, okay? Yep. Got well, it. that's it for today's episode. Goodbye. Deus. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.